0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with
1: Jock on 770 CHQR. Hey, Coach, are you out at your son's practice tonight? Or are you, uh
0: dealing with the weather still in the office how are you it's a tough hamilton man there's a lot of different looks to take a peek at well
1: you you know it's we may as well start there then coach because yeah this hamilton team a lot of people thought after they lost jeremiah mazzoli they would take a step back well that certainly hasn't been the case this is a darn good football club that's going to be here in calgary on saturday
0: yeah, they're they're balanced um, as far as their success. I think their D is is, is quite good and very uh, makes a ton of plays for them, creates uh, turnovers, a lot of confusion for offenses. And then I think their special teams are as good as anybody. They're definitely as rough and tough as anybody, as yes, physical a group, and um, good returners. And, and their Jeff Reimbold, their coach, loves to to mix it up, do some different things and then uh you know the offense i think did take a step back but they were able to win and now they're they're starting to roll again they got a lot of weapons um they're using a bunch of different people in the running back position. Um, notice they signed Terrell Sutton today mm-hmm. just a, on their practice roster, but they've got real good personnel.
1: Well, you, you know, that's interesting. Terrell Sutton, 32 years old, he's obviously been an impact player in this league before. You say on the practice roster, but I, I believe Cameron Marshall, you know, they're, they're regular guys on the six-game injury list. Is there a chance that, that you got to prepare for a guy like Terrell yeah, Sutton this weekend?
0: I, I think so. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's definitely... Uh, knowledgeable enough, has played enough, and is good enough it's just whether or not they they make that move right. a lot of us teams and we are not doing it because we have a buy in a couple of weeks we're going to expand our practice roster um in the back half of the season okay. so we'll start at the beginning of october and go through the whole month of october uh but other teams you, you really have a five-week window other teams have decided to do that now and i know that's hamilton has done that so they're able to get a few more options for their team which um i'm sure sutton's one of those guys
1: mm-hmm. no that's that's obviously an important step but you know for all cfl teams what about dane evans what can you t- Tell me about the quarterback for for Hamilton.
0: Well, I mean, I don't look as much at other guys. I look at I, I watch like a fan. I see what he's doing. He has a okay. strong arm. He's, he's running around. They're still running the same plays. They're they're running uh, quarterback counters, running quarterback draws. The same plays. Mazzoli was so good as well as his throwing game. Um, he's confident. He likes his guys. He's been there a few years. I mean, he's he's got talent. It's not that different than what you saw here. Um, you know, the first you know couple games. I think Nick had a few things that we were trying to clean up, but then he took a lot of steps forward and was doing a great job and you know give them credit i mean they're doing a great job over there as well good coaching and also their players are obviously making the plays and getting the job done
1: i know you as a coach love the extra time to prepare you know every time you come off a bye week it seems like the calgary stampeders always take it up a level they're coming off a bye week you're coming off basically two games in five days a lot of football over the last little while Uh, this is one of those scheduling games you have to be aware of coach
0: yeah, we've got a weird schedule this year. I mean, it's everyone can bitch about the schedule though. So, um, but we we seem to play a lot of teams off their bye. So we play these guys off a of bye. We've, we got Toronto next week off a of bye at the end of the year. Our last game of the year, we got BC off a of bye. We've already had two teams off a of bye. It can be good and bad. I mean, it can. I mean, you want to. You know, at this point of the year, it's probably yeah, best to prepare. I think if you get guys early off a of bye, sometimes they're not as focused and don't have their rhythm. So. Um, yeah, we got a seven-day week, though, so no real excuses for us. Uh, it's going to be tough, obviously. Uh, at home, we feel like we got a good chance, and uh, we'd like to go ahead and get another W.
1: Let's talk about your running game for a second uh, from Saturday because on Monday it was outstanding. Your offensive line stepped up. Uh, a lot of people probably didn't notice, and I must admit I was one of them. Shane Bergman didn't play a lot in this game. I guess he was having some more vertigo issues. Uh, uh, was that part of it, or was this just uh, you know Edmonton really wanted to focus and stop the run?
0: I like think it's all part of it. I think obviously Shane is one of our best, if not our best. Um, it was disappointing. Um, yeah, he gets something. I'm not positive. I don't really want to talk too much on his medical situation because I don't want to, you know, talk on his behalf. But he gets it, and um, you know, he can get it though without being in a game. He could just get it on a flight. Uh, we always travel with an extra practice roster offensive lineman because of that and it was unfortunate because it you know he probably had a little case before and tried just couldn't get his bearings, and so yeah, uh, we went. To, we obviously it does put us at disadvantage. Obviously, we needed those five guys to battle, and and we uh, didn't really have another guy on on the board. We had a package in, you know, with six offensive linemen. We were going to try to use more, uh, but we didn't even have that available to us after that. And you know, they did what they did a nice job defensively at uh, doing some things to take away what we had. And that's the thing about it. When you have success, you think, well, let's just let's run the same type of plays. Maybe window dress it up a little bit but then they had made adjustments but we don't want to necessarily go away from those plays because they had worked so well you know five days before so credit to their staff they did a nice job we had to go back into more of a passing game and We made some uh, mistakes. We protected decent, but we 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 had some good plays. But we also, you know, had some interceptions as well. So, um, you know, felt like we played well enough to win. Certainly not our best game though.
1: Okay, coach. I got to ask you about the challenges because so many texts are coming in. Uh, Dave Dickinson doesn't know what he's doing when he's challenging. Uh, (laughs) Have you won any this year?
0: No, I'm, I'm. I'm over. I think Calgary's got the worst head coach in the challenge <laughs> so chalk it up i'll take that um you know it's 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 one of those things you 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 are at the mercy of 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 what your advice you're getting i i try to see it live as well though um felt like we needed that um too bad i mean i i'm trying to win one to make a difference on it and uh, it's been tough, but uh, um, certainly I don't feel like I'm doing a good job at that. So, um, but I'm going to try to improve because it would be nice to have that because there are certainly some calls later on I think I would have won. But, yeah. you know, you use it when you think you need some momentum. And, right. and we we started off poorly, and I thought we needed that play, and I thought Reggie caught it. I didn't see the replay, but they said it might have, you know, the point might have touched the ground. And so what it is, you know, the ball can touch the ground, but if it moves at all, then they're going to call it incomplete, and they may not have enough evidence. So ultimately, I didn't win that one.
1: Had a couple of fans suggest you should just leave that flag in the dressing room for the first half and just only take it out for
0: the second half. And lose in the second half. Is that what they want? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't won any in the first or the second half. So it don't
1: matter. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Hey, the, the one thing that did work well was that was the fake. Take us through the thought process. Uh, uh, you know, that's in your playbook. You don't always call it. Uh, we had a great interview with Ante afterwards, and 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 he said, you know, hey, we were all excited when we got called. We just didn't want to show Edmonton that we were so excited that we were going to do this play. So, uh, take us through the thought process uh, when you make that call.
0: Well, the crazy thing is, I was on a live mic game, and uh, I so I'm walking towards Mark, and I'm like, "Do it," and then I realize I got my live mic on, and I don't know what they're going to play and not play, and so I actually kind of had a little bit of uh, cold feet, like you know, almost like you know going to your wedding, or oh shoot, should I really do it here? What what they hear? Would they not? And Mark had already ran and call it, and I was like, I was wanting to pull back on it. I just You'd hate to have somebody upstairs hear that and then, hey, they're running a fake. They're running a fake or something. Uh, But we've ran that in the past. Against Hamilton, actually, we have always have multiple fakes in the game plan. We try to call the ones we think will work. And same thing, looking for a spark, and we got it. Maves is a really excellent passer. Uh, He's ran for first downs as well. Um, But uh, we felt confident in that play, and Ante, at both times, has executed well. He's got a nice 20, 25 yard average on that it was big. And to score off it, when we ran it against Hamilton, we didn't score. And in fact, we punted. No, we missed a field goal. Right. And so, uh, you know, you got to take advantage. You got to take advantage of, of those plays. If you're going to call them, you execute them right. You got to get points.
1: I just had a great text from Garrett, and Garrett says, uh, "Any chance Rob Maver could be installed as your uh, number three quarterback since you didn't dress a, uh, you know, a third guy uh, on Saturday?" He says, uh, has, "Has Rob petitioned you to be an extra QB?"
0: Oh, he definitely has. I don't know if anyone. He one time wore a QB jersey like the QB color out trying to talk us into. It. He can throw. He wants to be a quarterback till he gets smacked in the mouth, and then uh, everybody thinks it's easy until they. they really they beat the heck out of you so uh, but he can throw with the best so he really can he's athletic um, and I thought he punted well too like especially that last one that was so clutch we had to get a big kick out and he did and I thought he had a great game yeah
1: Uh, how was Cordero law because he's a gamer it certainly looked like he was playing hurt especially in that second half
0: I think he's all right. I mean, uh, he said he got a stinger. He's never gotten one before. You know, at, at 48 years old, that's surprising. But uh, no, I'm just playing. If he hears that, he'd be mad at me. But I know he's uh, up there in the years. But uh, no, he. Um, I thought he was pretty hurt, too. I saw him. I went down, uh, looked at his eyes. You know, I'm like, shoulder? And he he was looking at me like, yeah, hell yeah, shoulder. Uh, But then he's back, you know, three, four, five plays later and gets a sack. So he's, he's definitely a warrior. He's a football player. He's enjoying the year. He's doing well. He's feeling pretty fresh. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. He's the leader and it's fun to be the the lead horse and that sort of stuff. And I I think he's taking pride in his job and he's doing, he's doing what, uh, you know, what we were expecting, but also doing a great job.
1: Well, coach, you know, what we're going to do next. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to open up the phone lines. We've already got Dave standing by, wants to talk uh, to uh, Well, you are Dave. (laughs) My bad. I'm looking at Dave. Of course, that's Dave on the phone. Anyway, if you want to talk to the coach, 403- 974-8255. That's the number. Easy to call, easy to text. Do have a couple of texts coming in for the coach toll free out of town 1-800-563-7770 you can give me a follow on twitter as well at sports on 770 my email address jock at 770 chqr.com if you want to talk to the coach we can do it with tom's house of pizza the coach's show is brought to you by tom's house of pizza where pizza lovers feel at home with locations in calgary and in okotoks He is the head coach of your Calgary Stampeders coming off a 33-17 win in Edmonton, a sweep of the Eskimos this season. Uh, The first one from the text line, coach, and and this one, uh, I'm just going to read it word for word. He says, Coach, I don't have a question. Just felt it was time as a long-time season ticket holder to thank you, Huff, the personnel department, the entire coaching staff. This easily could have gone off the rails this season given the massive free agent losses and injury list, but you kept performing expectations high throughout a lot of work left but it sure feels like the pieces are falling in place uh, do you agree with the text or are, are the pieces <laughs> starting to fall into place
0: Well oh, I don't know I think we're working hard I appreciate people um you know we we have a we never want to be taken lightly but we also understand it's a different year and we we, we still have high expectations we're working to try to win another cup I mean that's the bottom line everybody should be doing that but you're right. Sometimes you feel you have a little better chance than others, uh, but I do think this team. Uh, what I'm trying to give them is let's be a second half team. Okay, let's let's make sure we we play our best and we're getting better, but let's be a second half team. That's in each game, but also in the season. And if we win those battles and win those games in the second half, hopefully we can win that last one and and uh, and try to to win another cup.
1: That's exactly what Stampeder fans want, especially with Great Cup 107 right here in Calgary. Uh, Let's go to the phone line. Steve, you're on the air with head coach Dave Dickinson.
0: Hey, Dave. How are you doing? I'm good. Good, good. Just a quick question for you. Like you were mentioned that you always travel with an extra offensive lineman in case something goes bad. Um, Now, the 45 and 46-man roster, I don't understand. You you travel with 46, but at the very end, you can't dress the guy. He's there. He's ready to go. And he gets paid a full check. Why don't they just give you a forty-six man roster to work with? Well, that's been brought up. I, I think it's a very legit question too. I, um, I, I'm with you on that. I, I probably think it's the right thing too. But I, I don't get to really. You can tell the referees and then the league decisions. They don't like me much, uh, so I, I don't really know. I mean. Listen, if you had a 46-man roster, is there any reserve roster? Because what what can happen is, is, and this has happened a few times, is a a guy could potentially get hurt uh, in warm-ups. And then the reserve roster guy comes on. So, you know, do you have a reserve roster guy that's there um, that you can put on? And now you're going to a 47. Uh, We also, you know, like it's tougher when we're on the road. Because on the road, we don't bring our practice roster guys. If you're at home, you get to activate a practice roster guy. When you're on the road, you don't have your practice roster guys, so you don't have anyone there to activate. So we always bring an extra offensive lineman on that 46 to cover our butts for Shane. So. And, you know, if someone else gets hurt, we're just out of luck. So, um, I get it. I mean, I, I, I know there's some change going on, but I, I'm probably with you. I mean, if you're going to get a full salary, you might as well go earn it. And those yeah. guys want to play anyway. They don't want to sit out there on the sideline. Um, but it's just what, the way the league's operated and the way they've worked. And I'm sure they got a reason for it. I'm not as, as like you said, as keen to it as, as maybe they are. But... Certainly a good question, and I I really don't have a great answer for you. All right. Thank you very much. All right, Steve.
1: Thanks Thanks for that. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Blake, Blake, you're on the air with head coach Dave
0: Dickinson. Hey, you guys. You know, it's rare that I can say, hey, Dick, Uh, what's going on? But uh, that's an old grizzly term, right? Wasn't one of my favorites, so we'll just keep it off. <laughs> how about Dave? Yeah, we'll we'll Coach stay with that. Coach Dave, I'll, I'll take the soft. I'll take the soft cookie approach to you, but uh, I, I'm so pleased at how guys have been inserted, athletes have been inserted, and I just I just want to give the, the team credit for uh, uh, adjusting. Uh, with the injuries, and especially going into the season losing some serious talent um, to the national football league and i just yep. I, I, I just i 'd like to get your take on how the how how you guys did it <laughs> Thanks, Blake. well you know we actually um we felt okay in the off season we we kept uh kept our you know in my opinion the best player in the league. Uh, we realized we had we kept our offensive line together, and we we felt like we had some pieces in place. And then, uh, but we knew we were very thin. And then when the injuries hit, not only uh, a D line mainly, um, and then when Bo got hurt, you know, you're right. It, it certainly uh, you thought, oh boy, we could be in trouble. Our guys just kept the faith, and I tell I tell you the truth, they really believe in in what we do, and and believe in themselves and the system, and and they feel like they're going to get in position to be in every game, and and uh, they have confidence they're going to win. So the players win the games. We just try not to screw it up. We were, um, I was at least I was very hopeful. We would maybe replenish the the cupboard a little bit when the NFL cuts came out, but none of our guys are are really down with coming back right now. And and they're, most of the CFLers got on practice rosters, if not active. And I think that was a a big a bit of a surprise. I, I thought certainly a couple guys would would work their way back to the CFL, and I think that still might happen, but it's not happening right now. So we're eleven games in, and like I said, we we were. Our our goal and my goal, all I've said it was to try to, you know, stay above water before Labor Day, which means above 500, and then generate some momentum. We were able to do that, and it's a lot of credit to our guys and a long way to go. I mean, you really want to get yourself – you can get up to 12 – Maybe even 13 wins is what it will take to win the West. That's the goal, and um, long way to go still.
1: You put yourself in a position because uh, you got a game in hand on Winnipeg, and, and you still have Winnipeg once. So, and and that's that's the beauty we of got it, coach. Him twice, yeah, you got them twice. That's right. That's yeah, right. Got him you got him twice. twice there too. So that there you go. I was thinking mm-hmm. here you got them once because I look at your last home schedule. You got Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Saskatchewan. You got Winnipeg. Now that's going to be a fun three game stretch at home.
0: Yeah, I mean, but rather get them at home on the road. I <laughs> yeah, mean, um, we got to go to Winnipeg, too. we got we got a tough schedule, no doubt, but Toronto's playing better. we got them next week. we got to focus right now. And I think everyone's pretty close. I do. So, um, you, you know, you got to try to take care of business. I like, mean, man, I hope our fans come out again. Man, what a, what a crowd at Labor Day. I mean, I had so many people come up to me and just uh, basically say it was a lot of fun. As players and, and as coaches, we loved it. I haven't seen the the corners filled that often, and no. it was great. So come on out. Let's see what we can get another one.
1: I agree. Uh, just following up on, on your NFL cuts, uh, you sort of addressed this question, but Darren wants to know Mark and Michelle. I don't think Mark has ended up on a practice roster yet, has he, or has he?
0: No, but, I mean, he's still getting interest. So, And, you know, those guys that go down there, you got to remember, they've put their heart and soul into trying to make it. And so they're not in, like, a super huge hurry. Alex was the only one really that was was uh, stressing that he wasn't really going to just sit on a practice roster, and then they opened their 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 wallet for him and gave him mm-hmm. a bunch of extra money. So uh, I don't know if people know that story, but yeah. that's what happened. Well, I, I heard he was very
1: up. close to coming to Calgary. Like he almost had a plane ticket. It was the story out there?
0: We were sure talking, but I mean, uh, he called me after. He told me what they offered, and and you uh, know, I said, Alex, you you got to take it. It's just you're down there. You're you're hopefully going to play now. Do your best. Don't doubt yourself one second. You got to take it now. Would I've loved to have him, of course. Um, but you know what? That's the way it goes. And Mark, and we've reached out to him. We'll, we're in touch. But uh, we got to let the process work. And we got you got to be happy with the ones that you're dancing with, too. I think that's an old saying, better than the other Grizz saying the guy said there. But <laughs> let's be happy with the The guys are doing it here. And we, we are, we're working with uh, some quality, quality players. And we want to make them better. That's what we're going to try to do.
1: Coach, as always, great half hour. Thanks so much for your time. And uh, we'll chat again next week. Sounds good. Talk to you then. Head coach Dave Dickinson for Tom's House of Pizza.